Well, hey there. Welcome to Brave, Bold, and Badass, the podcast. I'm your host, Grace Howes, productivity and mindset coach and all-around soul nudger for women in business. In this podcast, I not only talk about the process of inner transformational work, but share ways to maneuver through to reconnect to a deeper sense of your worth, your brilliance, and your agency, especially if you're in your second stage of life. What I know to be true is that women in business can be both fierce and soft, while wholly being themselves, and still find room to be more bold in their thinking, more badass in their doing, and especially more brave in their being. Let's do this, shall we? Before I start this podcast episode, I want you to let you know that I'm trying something new. I know that we all have different ways to choose. We choose to consume content. So this podcast will now simultaneously be a video you can watch on my YouTube channel. Like all the places you can find me, it's at Grace House, H-O-W-E-S, if you're new. And I want to say a special welcome to my new video viewers. Welcome to my corner of the world. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the like button as well to get this video in front of more women like you. Okay, let's get to, the, to this week's episode. The falsehood we women were told when we first entered the world of business and that some still believe today is that there's only one way to do things and that way is to constantly hustle. Know up front that I'm not knocking the hustle culture, hustle culture, you do, you boo. But it's been drilled into anyone who starts a business that in order to survive, it is a 24-7 game of constant pushing, striving, and using aggressive marketing tactics. Because you got to get in the head of your customers, right? They don't know what they want. You got to tell them. You got to push them to buy your service or product. Hmm. And the worst part of all of this mental machination We're told not to be ourselves as we work to build and grow our business or passion project, not to serve in the way we know how to do and to make some bank while we're at it. Female energy not wanted, needed, or cared about. And to be sure, although this podcast is not about money, there's nothing wrong with money, receiving it, getting it at all. It's the mindset, false narrative, and expectations we attach to creating it in abundance for ourselves that skews and screws things up for us, making it unreachable in our mindset state. And listen, I am not a money coach, but I do know two really good ones. I'll leave their links so you can check them out. Go and check them out. So this falsehood I described earlier that we have to step into a different persona we don't even recognize ourselves in that we need to be okay with this way of working in order to truly claim success, to create a successful business. All crap, all crap. And we're told to believe that it's either that or go back to collecting a paycheck, working for someone else. And I'm not saying that working nine to five is wrong, but if that's the path you want to be on. But if that's not the path you want to be on, you're kind of shite out of luck. So, The truth about the hustle? A question I've never been able to answer is, why is the hustling way of working pushing ourselves till we're exhausted physically, emotionally, and spiritually the only readily acceptable way to be in business? 
Why does it have to be a zero-sum game? As if enjoying what we do and the business we've created can never be a part of our picture, or else we're doing it wrong. Does it always have to be an all-or-nothing scenario? My work as a mindset coach for midlife solopreneurs is to help women unlearn what they think is irrefutable, unchangeable facts about themselves, whilst also doing the deep work to find out who they truly are at this stage in their lives. And if I'm describing you, by doing this inner work, you're able to release yourself from any external shackles you or others have placed on you. You're able to fully grasp and express yourself in business in a way that serves who you are, but more importantly, who you are becoming. Because the more you dig, the more you align yourself with the values, beliefs, and principles that honor you, that help express the fullness of your essence, you're able to then follow the clues you've been dropping all along that have now been unearthed. And part of that unlearning is understanding that you've always had complete autonomy in decision-making, especially about what your business looks like and how you choose to operate in it. And you'll see that to get where and what you want, what you deserve, and to achieve all the brilliant, badass, larger-than-life goals you have for your business's upward trajectory, daily hustling is not how you want to operate. A fundamental way I've found to start the process of moving away from this hustle mindset is to establish a sense of flow. Now, for clarity, flow, as I ascribe it for these purposes, is a way of existing and staying present to what is, allowing your present to inform your future. When you're in flow, especially in business, you are constantly reflecting back to yourself what you need to do to stay present so that you show up more potently and effectively as the CEO of your business. A woman who can claim her power and be in self-care at the same time. Flow, aligned flow, and hustle conditioning thought and processes cannot coexist simultaneously. For me and my business, flow is a state of being, and it's also one where I don't bend or contort myself to fit anyone else's expectations. And I gotta tell you, it's also where ease is a larger part of the picture these days. I am no longer willing, nor are my clients, to rush any process or project just to get the numbers right. And it's another one where hustle and ease don't mesh. And because ease is about giving free reign, it's amazing how we then more readily allow for more spaciousness, more openness about all the things that affect us. And where there is nothing standing in your way, even you or your errant thoughts, more possibility finds its way to you in the form of collaborations and new ways of working and resting. Kathleen Salins, an embodied sovereignty coach, describes this way of working as a gradual process of increased clarity and things falling into place bit by bit. That's how I choose to live my life and by default, how I show up in my business. And that's what I want for you as well. Working in this intuitive way allows space for new ideas to be generated and acted on in a way that is not only good for your bottom line, but for the people you choose to serve. Being in flow is, is a way for you as a woman to access your divine feminine badassery 
an innate power that you've always possessed, by the way, in case you didn't know. In business, it means being able to define how you work, your productive style, so to speak, in a way that meets your needs, mental, physical, and energetic capacity as you go through your week. And it's funny how so many of us think that the constant striving and pushing and the aggressive nature of hustle is what brings in abundance. Mm -mm. But then we realize that when we drop that way of existing in business, how all of this brilliance and excellence can exist outside of the hustle culture. As women in business, we don't have to go after everything in a hard, fiercely determined, no-holds-barred way. Mm -mm. We can be both strong and flexible. We can be firm leaders and still have compassion. We can be present in both our feminine energies whilst also freely accessing our masculine energies. A prerequisite to getting to and staying in flow is taking the time to learn about both parts of your energy states. Both parts exist within you. Typical feminine energies include being non-linear, creative, intuitive, nurturing, and empathic. Typical male gender energies include being linear, linear, structured, protective, logical, and yes, hard. We don't need both sets of gender-specific energies acting within us for every situation. But by becoming more aware of what's happening around you and within you, you can attune yourself to access what you need, yet still act in a way that is not antithetical to your own nature, your way of being. It's finding out what enhances your strengths and serves your needs, both in business and personally. And it means honoring your values, those internal driving forces that guide the thoughts you think, the decisions you make, and the actions you take. Honoring your values in business can look like holding fast to your boundaries, knowing when you need to regroup or rest, compassion in moments of failure, celebrating even your micro successes, adhering to the values that matter most to you. Core values are very much a part of how we operate on a daily basis that unfortunately a majority of people are not aware or consciously aware of. And as you're listening, if you're not sure about the concept of values, I'll give you a few examples. Fairness, commitment, respect, creativity, equality, curiosity, adventure. And that's a very, very small list. But more importantly, though, and what I want you to know is that honoring your values, specifically in business, is key to your success. When you honor your values, it looks like respecting the way your brain operates with no self-derision or self-judgment coming in to cloud your view. It means being able to hold firm with internal and external boundaries. It means understanding your capacity both energetically and mentally and showing up in your business and serving your audience consciously, ethically, and authentically you. So I want to give you a place to start. And that begins with answering these next questions that will clue you in to see if you're still in hustle state or have moved off that trade. Number one, what trade-offs are you making in pursuit of business success? If you are compromising your integrity to get the sale, that's a clue that you are devaluing or overriding your internal boundaries. Number two, 
What personal values are you more regularly disregarding and not standing firm in to make sure you hit that financial marker? Things that, if you take a minute to really think about, are not of you, but more about what everyone else is claiming for themselves through you. And number three, in what ways are you allowing external forces to dictate what and how you do business? Be they from the people you look up to, mentors or strategists, and the norms you've always followed because that's the way business is done. In her book, Burning Woman, Lucy H. Pierce wrote, once we start to work with feminine power, we learn to become aware of these various patterns and their impact on us and work more consciously with rather than against or in spite of them. We learn to trust the flow. And just for reference sake, the book Burning Woman explores burning from within a woman's power, how to build, engage, and not be destroyed by it, and burning from without, the role of shame and honor in the time-worn ways the dominant culture uses fire to control the feminine. Sustainability in business is a way of working that needs to be defined by you and you alone. Whether you choose to go the hustle route, it must be a conscious choice for you, one that you get to define that still contains boundaries by how you operate and the impact you want to make. Hustle marketing, sales, and operating doesn't have to happen. Hustling to achieve your goals and ignoring any discomfort energetically, ethically, physically, or mentally goes against who you are and the values you hold dear. Remember that. How you choose to sustain yourself in business gets to look the way you and your business needs it to look. After all, your business is you and the people you serve. And if the ones who are coming to you for your support, your service, or your product, if they are anything like you, they won't respond to any part of hustle culture. Be all you. No one, not a single person, can bring your flavor of badass to the table. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.